Jason Manford. Absolute Radio. We're real music. Matters. Good morning. You're listening to the best of the Jason Manford show, which means I'm not here. Today, my guest, well, I, I, I fear to say is Lee Mack, but um, he's actually not here yet um, or, or at all. Like I've had no, I spoke to him the other day. It was all fine. We've texted. It was cool. And he's not here for this pre-recorded uh, chat uh, to be on the show. So um, let's have a quick ring. Hello. Lee, it's Jason. Hello, mate. Hiya, pal. Friday. Oh, my God. Oh, my God. <laughs> I'm so sorry. I'm supposed to be with you. Yeah, yeah, I presume you're on your way. I'm... I. Do you know what? I'm sort of not on my way. <laughs> Did you forget? You actually forgot? I completely forgot about this. Oh, my God, I'm so sorry. Oh. Are oh. you... Um, we're pre-recording this, aren't we, for next week? We are, yeah, for Sunday morning, yeah. But this is, like, the only time oh, we've got no. to do it. I could, I could come in tomorrow. <laughs> <laughs> Tomorrow's oh, no good. Uh, what time can you stay till? I will uh, get off this train. I will go. I'll get in. Can you stay late? Oh, I've, I've got. A, I've got. I'm it. filming something as well, and because you've got the play as well, you've got the miser, haven't you? I've got the play, but I reckon you know. To be honest with you, I'm not. I'm not that funny in the first half. So I, reckon <laughs> I, can oh, I can't believe you forgot. I've been doing this show for like eighteen months, and it's never happened. Oh, no. And they're Sunday mornings, Lee. You've never had me on before. <laughs> they're Sunday mornings and they, and they turn up. Oh, this is Friday God. afternoon. I am so sorry. I, listen, I'm on my way in to do the play, but I'm getting in really early. Right. Work out. What but, I'll do is I'll get off the train, get on a tube, if you don't mind staying a bit late, because this isn't your Alcoholics Anonymous meeting tonight. <laughs> no, I've got to go. I th- I'll tell you what, let me let me, let me me ring you back and, 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 and try and work it out. And I'll, I might have to oh, see if there's somebody oh, else nearby and who can come in or something because I've got to try and get this done. <laughs> right. The way, you, the way you were speaking to me at the beginning of the school makes me think that this is actually going to be on the radio. Am I right? Yes, this is going to be on the radio. Oh, Absolutely. Recorded this. I need to. I already put it on Facebook that you were coming on the show, so I look like a. I look like an, an idiot. Yeah, well, thank God that you're not ringing me on, on radio. <laughs> yeah, be... How stupid would I look? <laughs> that'd be awkward, wouldn't it? Listen, the good thing about you, Jason, is I've always said you'll always keep things to you, just me and you. Absolutely. You know I mean? Just me and you, you mate. I mean? No one will ever know. Yeah, well, no, no one needs to know about this. No, no. through the door last minute and I'll pretend I'm, you know, I'll be really professional. Right, OK. Well, let's, let's, we'll see. <laughs> right, see, see, I'll, I'll speak to you in a minute. Bye, 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 bye. I'm going to have a little look through the phone book here. We'll play another song and hopefully we'll, we'll, we'll sort it out. Matters. I don't. I can't. Like it's a genuine skill. Those those like radio presenters and DJs who do shows by themselves with nobody to look at or bounce off in the room is like it's a genuine skill. I don't possess it. So um, rather than put you through that, um, I've been having a little look through my phone book. Me and uh, Adem have been looking through our phone books, see who we've got. Angela Barnes is busy. Who we've had on the show. John Bishop's just arrived in London, but he's on the other side of London, so he can't make it in. Sarah Millican's up north. Crikey, who else? Nish Kumar has got a show tonight. He said he can't make it. Um, I've rang loads, so um, I guess we're going to just try and ring uh, one more. So he's just told me to ring him, so hopefully uh, this will we can have a little chat with James Acaster. Even if, maybe we'll just do a different comic uh, for every link and have a chat with him on the phone. I don't know what we're going to do. Uh, so let's have a little look. Hello? James, it's Jason. 
Hello, mate. You right? I'm really well, thanks. I'm very well, thank you. I just sent you that text just saying I'm, I'm in a bit of a problem. Um, yeah. I am in central London. I'm at the Absolute Radio studio, and uh, the guest who I had on, Lee Mack, uh, as... Yeah. Is, is not uh, let's not see him ringing well, forget it anyway um, Lee Mack who's uh, was supposed to be on he's not on and I need a guest to come on right <laughs> so um, I don't suppose you're you said you were sort of centralish. are you near uh, Golden um, Square I'm, I'm, I'm going to be meeting Nish Coombe yeah I can come oh, in I can pop in Nish Coombe <laughs> right. Nish Coombe just texted me to say he couldn't make it so you're, <laughs> you're meeting him for a drink right. I mean okay. it won't take long if you can come in and <laughs> Before they meet and stuff these days, isn't it absolutely appalling? <laughs> <laughs> um, do you mind coming in? I'll, I'll play a couple of songs, and then we can get you in and crack yeah, on. Yeah, no problem, man. Yeah, thanks, Quite. man. You're you're an absolute godsend. Thank you. See you soon. <laughs> See you. Um, hold on. Was that who was that ringing? Then was that? Uh, it just said Lee. Is that Lee on the phone? Back. Right. Oh. Do you want him? Put, we'll put him through. Uh, hello, Absolute Radio. Uh, it's it's uh, a very apologetic Lee Mack again. Oh, hello again. You all right? What's up? You you, you, you remember, may remember me. We used to be friends <laughs> till about, about half an hour ago. Um, I'm, I'm, I'm just ringing in yeah. to, to answer the, um, the the quiz that Absolute was doing last week, <laughs> and I think I've got the answer. Yeah, what's the answer? <laughs> the, answer is, the answer is Emma Bunton. It's always Emma Bunton. So, <laughs> no matter what the question is, the answer is always Emma Bunton. Uh, um, listen, I'm sorry, but you'll be pleased to hear that yeah. I'm saying is close. Now, the question is, is um, do you want me to come in? Because I reckon I can be in in literally 10 minutes from now. So I'll be there, all right? Okay. Yeah, no, I'm here, I'm here. I was just, I was, I was just looking, looking at something else. Um, right, Joe. Right, okay. I'm coming in. Right. All right, then, cool. Fine. Right, see you in a bit. Bye, bye, bye. Right, well, this is awkward, Adem. Now, now we've got two comics coming into the show when we only had one. And we've got the the, the stars from uh, Half a Sixpence coming in later on. It's going to be a busy old show. Um, I feel a bit... What do I do? do you, I, I can't cancel. James has just said, yes, he'll come in last minute. I can't... Lee... Swing it. I think we'll just wing it. I did, why don't we not tell each other about the other? <laughs> <laughs> Manford. Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. I now have not just one guest, two guests are here. They're not just any. It's a bit awkward, isn't it? I'm still doing the intro, Lee. <laughs> oh, sorry. <laughs> I mean. Sorry, I know this is how unprofessional. I, think I, I can't believe he comes in and starts interrupting the. I didn't realise pro- this was flow. a proper written introduction. I just. No, I'm just. Waffling. No, I am waffling, but is that it's. a proper intro. Professional waffling. Let me write this down. I learned from the master. <laughs> Let's be drum roll. <laughs> Lee Mack and James Acaster. Not just one award-winning fantastic comedian, but Lee Mack as well. And I'm really... <laughs> just, that was a soft sauce in my head. That was, Funny little that. joke like that. You, that you, nice. you, you were, I deserve it. Though. I, I would have done that as you well. You were ready to be quite nice to me then, wouldn't you? Yeah. That, and then you were like... I'm not, I, don't feel, no. I don't feel very comfortable anyway because I feel like you've, you've, you've gone and asked on a, someone to go on a date with you and... <laughs> And the person's gone, I'm running a bit late. Yeah. I'll be there in an hour and you've gone, ah, this, and then gone back on Tinder. <laughs> there's other women. You've gone back on Tinder, a few more yeah. swipes. Comedy Tinder. Now there's someone else here. Yeah, I do feel a little now, bit I've like that. Up. How do you feel, James? Yeah, I feel a bit a bit cheap. You feel? You <laughs> yeah. didn't know I was coming, did you? It's all <laughs> no, very I, awkward. I, I, I knew somebody... How do you feel? I feel... Down. I would say overall, in a way, you've probably messed up more than me. Because, Hang on, how's that happened? Well, because you shouldn't have booked me. I'm an idiot. <laughs> yeah, that's the first thing. But also the way the way that you're going about it isn't mm. like if if mm. you are going by the Tinder thing, it's not like mm. you've gone. Oh, I've done something wrong. I'm sorry. And you, you've yeah. gone. I can. Or, if yeah. I play my cards right here, are you thinking? <laughs> you're looking at us with threesome in your eyes. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? 
I'm really not. I'm really not. Now, last week on the show, guys, I had uh, Steve Edge. Uh, mm. He's a very funny man. And uh, we were playing the Queen song, We Are the Champions, and it got to the end, right? Now, Lee, there's this thing called the Mandela effect, right? James, you, you yes, when I just mentioned it off I've air, heard you, of it. you've heard of it, right? So I'm going to play the end of We Are the Champions, right? And I want you, Lee, to sing along to it as the best end. you know. Yeah, as best you know to. to... <clears throat> I'm for losers, because we are the champions of the world. Oh, it's not there. It's not there, is it? Where is it? Where is it? Where is it of the world? Is it never there? It's never there. It is there. It's never been there. It's always there. It's not me. It's during That's the, the end. song, though. During the song. In the song, it's in the song. Yeah. It's in the middle of the song, the song a couple yeah, of times. Yeah. I'm just trying to... And the first person to make this mistake was Nelson Mandela. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it called the Mandela effect? It, really, it was his song he was singing when he came out. Of <laughs> <laughs> Are you serious? There's never... He made him like Wally of himself. <laughs> You really ruined that moment yeah. you know, that we'd all been waiting for. You're a champion for a minute, mate, and then you mess the song up. I, I am now totally confused as whether you mean there are lots of incidents of these type of things yes. that's called the Mandela effect, or specifically the Mandela effect, that people who think there's another line at the end of We Are The Champions by <laughs> right, And okay. then it begs the question, why is it called the Mandela effect? So, uh, it's called the Mandela effect, from, and I've only looked up this week, so I don't, I'm not a, you know, I'm not the, the oracle on this. Um, the Mandela effect is because quite a lot of people, before he was released from mm. prison, quite a lot of people thought Mandela had died in prison. Like, when I say a lot, I mean a substantial amount of yes. people thought... So when he got released, people were like, he's all oh, right, oh, I thought he died in prison. And it's basically it's a shared memory, That's a good. shared false memory, yes. effectively. I know what you mean, like Captain Pugwash. Yes, yes, of course, Roger... You know Captain Pugwash thing. So Captain Pugwash, they were supposed to have loads of rude names. Yes, yes. Oh, and everyone, oh, yes. And everyone yeah, remembers yeah, yeah. it. Mm. Yeah. Everyone remembers the rude That's names. That's right. But it didn't yeah. exist. It was a complete urban No, of course. There was Roger all and all, all the different yeah. ones. Yeah, of course. Yeah. I know. talk about it like it was, yeah. Like they were oh, remember that thing it. with it? Yeah. 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 But it never happened. I know. So um, after this song, we, I'm going to go through a few more of these weird Mandela effect phenomena. Now, when you go online, of course, what ends up happening is people have got theories on it. So some of the theories is that it's like a break in the time-space continuum. Mm. And we've actually... This thing did happen, but, like, time travellers have done something and messed it, messed it up. Right. And that's why we sort of remember both... Yeah, but that's like that's someone taking a loss at Trivial Pursuit badly, isn't it? And just making any (laughs) excuse they can. I put it on my my, uh, Facebook and... uh, the other day, and quite a lot of people came up with some. Um, for example, uh, I, and I thought this was, I thought, you know, Blue Ribbons, the, the chocolate bar? Yeah. yeah. They're called Blue Ribboned. Yeah, yeah. Ribboned? With a, yeah, with a... Like, Riband. Yeah. Riband, yeah. R-I-B-A-N-D. Is that right? Riband. Yeah. Blue Ribbons. Yeah. They're not called Blue Ribbons. Yeah. Well, well, that's... That's bonkers. I know, it's my mind. Luckily for me, Joe Devlin corrected me on that in school. So, oh, good, uh, yeah. good old Joe. Made Joe. me feel like an absolute idiot. <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I used to be mates of his and he never mentioned it to me. <laughs> <laughs> the Monopoly guy, talking of Monopoly, um, wearing a monocle. You know, the posh guy who runs yeah. the... Mm. Doesn't wear a monocle. Totally thought he did. Not sure that's, I thought he did. That's from Michelle Lockwood. Yeah, I thought he did. So it was Helen Carroll who said, the Mandela effect is about time travellers altering history, giving you false memory syndrome. 
Wow. She says that. Because they're the things that if you were a time traveller, you'd change, isn't it? <laughs> yeah, the, blue the, the blue ribbon. The blue ribbon, the Monopoly board, <laughs> the Queen song. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I mean, the Mandela thing, I can see. Fair enough. You'd be yeah. like, let's keep him alive, Just we need re- this. Clear. They, go, they go back in time and then they what? They re-record it and re-release the album. <laughs> Apparently. <laughs> I do How's this working? Are they getting... I mean, I, mean I, I guess they go back in time and as he's about to go, after what they just wave to him out the window. That's he gets yeah. distracted and the guy goes, that's the only take. We, we haven't got time for another one for him. Yeah, that one I can understand, but it's getting old of 25 million blue ribbon rapper bars. <laughs> no, that's the tricky bit, isn't it? <laughs> well, you got ta- if you're a time traveller, you've got yeah, the time, haven't you? That's true. Yeah. Do what you want. You may be hacking to the computer that makes the labels. <laughs> that's true. Add a D. They didn't have those in 1974. That's true. You take one with you. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you're not thinking this through. Oh, yeah. That's true. You're a yeah. time traveller. Yeah, yeah, but yeah. then you, what are you hacking into? Because there's no internet. <laughs> What are you doing is hacking into your own oh, computer there because it's the only one that exists. <laughs> Maybe there was internet and then they changed it and now we think there wasn't an internet. Though. My head hurts. Uh, and then producers got a couple more, actually. Um, which What, what other ones have we got? So these are... Star Wars. Let's go for Star Wars. Oh, Star Wars. So what is the famous line that Darth Vader says to Skywalker? Luke, I am your father. Let's have a little listen. Obi-Wan never told you what happened to your father. He told me enough. He told me you killed him. No, I am your father. Never said it. Never said, Luke, I am your father. Oh, see, I always thought, I misunderstood anyway, because I thought he was a Geordie. All right. And he was explaining, Luke, I'm your father. (laughs) (laughs) But I never realised that was, so that's a double whammy for me. I thought he took his elbow and go, all right, Luke, Luke, take this. I'm your father. (laughs) The film Field of Dreams. Yes. Remember the famous quote? Uh, something and they will come uh, yes what is it They're, build it build it and they will build come it. build it and they will come you say let's yeah, have if, a listen if you, if you build it he will come he he, he will come I'm blowing minds all over the place this morning you one word out on that it's not quite as good as your blue ribbon he will be come no the blue ribbon is that's the pinnacle that's probably because of Wayne's World but that's confused yeah. Wayne's World too it's if you if you Book them, they will come. Ah, so maybe a little bit of a... happened. There's quite a few of them. Play it again, Sam. That little was never said, was it? Well, we've got, we've got. Uh, yeah, I wonder if that's one. Play, Play it again, again, Sam. Was never. Said he that. never said it. Never said that. So that's not even in the film. Play it again, Sam. I don't think he is. No, <laughs> I might be wrong. He says, Sam, give it a rest. Yeah, yeah. You're trying to sleep. <laughs> <laughs> There's a war on. Yeah, <laughs> the <Valeros. laughs> Where real music matters. On Thursday, it was my children's school sports day. Love a sports day. School sports day is a great time. It's a great time to meet the other parents because you don't get to meet them all the time because you only yeah. see them very briefly at the beginning and the end of the day. And especially with my little ones, my, my smallest son is uh, three, and so it's reception. Right. It's very cute. Oh. Very cute. And then my other, my other girls are doing it as well. So I was actually there all day because they spread out the classes throughout the day, I was like, oh, great, great, I'm here all day, great. But it was fabulous. But, of course, the dreaded parents' race cropped up. Oh. The dreaded parents' race. And it's funny because I always think, oh, I'm, a, I'm fairly young, I'm 35. But, of course, to have a primary school-aged child, you know, mm. well, if you had that kid at 16, you could be 22. Yeah. You could be 20 to 22. Now, how is that fair? <laughs> How is that fair when there's dads lining up who I'm old enough to be their dad? That's not good, is it? <laughs> no. Did you train for it? No, but I... Br- weren't taking it serious then? No, but some... Fe- I mean, there were some fellas there, they were, like, stretching. One mum had a pair of trainers with spikes on. Like, <laughs> oh, that's too... She'd gone for it. Too far, that. I was like, that is going to pop the space hopper. He's not thought that through at all. 
my favourite thing that happened on the day was I was um, joined this little team. It was like it was a relay race. Six six parents already like, to do the to do the run. We're like, hi, are you all right? Yeah, how are you? Oh, I'm Jacob's dad. Oh, hi, I'm, I'm like, oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, everyone's chatting to each other, dead nice. And uh, <laughs> then there's a moment where they start running and you go from pleasantry to going, come on, Janet, you lazy get. Come on, like, <laughs> really into it. Up your game, Janet. Come on, Janet, get your head in the game. <laughs> we're, get, we're getting beat here by the spiders. <laughs> getting really angry about it. So I like that. So uh, what I'm talking about this morning is over-competitiveness. Um, because... Three years ago at the primary school, a dad broke his leg. On the sack race? In the, <laughs> no, in the three-legged race. No. Three-legged race. He actually broke it, right? So over-competitive. It doesn't have to end up with an injury. It doesn't necessarily have to end up with an injury. But I want to hear about the times where you just went for it too badly, especially school sports day, right? So we're talking school sports day for the next uh, half an hour or so. Music matters. Do you remember your sports day as a, as I a kid? I was terrible at was sports you? day, yeah. You don't strike me as a sporty person, to be what, what, what makes you say that? I don't know. Just... Maybe it's the inhaler laid out in front of my <laughs> yeah, desk. The fact that you need an inhaler at 8am in the morning. It's not going to do it. I used to love parents' uh, race, though, because my mum was dead good, so oh, she'd redeem me. Yeah. Nice. That's that's quite... Yeah, it's good, good old Paulie. That. Yeah, my dad... I remember my dad was a bit older than the other dads uh, in the... Uh, in the school and uh, there was all these really young fit guys and my dad uh, so they were all like and they would all be in that position like the, the ready set go position yeah. you know with the hands on the floor that position yeah uh, with their like with trainers on and my dad would be in Doc Martens <laughs> finishing a fag stood up classic <laughs> I, don't think, I don't think I don't think we're going to win this <laughs> got to get into it got to get into it Becky Wood said uh, mum's race this year was jumping jumping it was, it was decided on well, that. Well, obviously some f- fella, I imagine. She says, after holding my boobs, I turned into a gallop. But I got massively <laughs> excited seeing my little girl race up to me at the end to inform me that I was rubbish and to go and sit down. Safe to say I shamed my four-year-old in front of all her friends. And to top it off, her dad cheated in the daddy race and still fell over at the finish line. So very proud parenting. Ill-fitting clothes and cheating. Hashtag team loser. <laughs> Hashtag sports bra. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's the, I noticed that uh, on our sports day as well, that there was a lot of people who'd not thought that through. In fact, it got to a point where I had a team of six <laughs> and then one of the women went, when she saw what we had to do, because it was like the, the dressing up run, where you got to dress like put a hat on and I'll put the picture on Facebook right. of me and me dressed up uh, on a on a, a, a as soon as she saw the space opera she was like yeah I can't do this race <laughs> she was like I'm out of here I do it twice she finished the race before everyone else so. <laughs> yeah and uh, Sharon said my hubby fell over when he ran in the dad's race at my son's nursery a few years back probably because he was running in his suit trousers and work shoes and everyone else had come prepared in their trainers. My son burst into tears and has hated sports day ever since. Oh. I mean, that's the danger, isn't it? That you actually put them off sport. I know. And how, how kills that dad, though? Still in office mode? <laughs> I like that. Like he's come straight from Straight work. from the office. I mean, it's pretty legendary to do that. That he is. He must be tired. He's had a full day. He's come over. Or he's about to go to work. Yeah. Still done the race. Uh, Victoria uh, messaged me. She said, uh, Jason, that happened at my niece's sports day. Uh, and mum turned up in full running gear. My sister made me run. I whooped that woman's ass. 
I mean, that is, um, if your mum turns up full running gear, yeah. you expect results. Hashtag all the gear, no idea. Fair play. <laughs> like uh, Caroline Ballard said, uh, my niece uh, done the mum's race at my school, son's school. At the start, the women all had their children's hands, uh, holding their hands uh, when the race started. My niece let go of my, my wee man's hand halfway through because, in uh, speech marks, he was slowing her down. Oh. Wow. Dropping the baggage. Wow, I'm, I love it. Uh, and I like the fact that when people get, get competitive about their own kids as well, Alex said, my little boy slowed down in his race to say hi, mummy, and wave at me. Everyone was like, oh, really cute. And so, you know, I had to smile and do a heart shape with my hands, nodding to the parents. Yeah, he is adorable, isn't he? But inside, I'm thinking, oh, my God, Rafe, <laughs> don't you flipping slow down now. <laughs> say hi to Pick up girl. the pace. That girl just overtook you. Run, run, run. And uh, Liz said, uh, once there was a mum at the nursery sports day, she wore spikes. Spikes in her trainers, right? Nursery as well. For a 20-yard run. <laughs> she ran straight into the railings at the end and bust her nose. I have to admit, I laughed. I laughed a lot. <laughs> I like a bit of comeuppance. It's always good. But she deserved that <laughs> for being prepared. Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music... Matters. Good morning, it's Jason Manford. Hope you're very well. Steve Edges here. Morning. Right, so the other week we were chatting uh, on the show and you mentioned uh, that you went into Yo Sushi. Yeah. Right, just as, as something that you did. Middle class, isn't it? <laughs> but um, exactly. I like a bit of sushi. And I then, like sushi, um, yeah. Yeah, there was, a, there was a soft drink in there. Which, I don't know where we got onto it, but we started, it was the oldest soft drink in Japan or something. Which probably means the world. 1982. Oh, uh, <laughs> it's not the world then. Uh, it had like a, like a glass ball in it, a marble in it to seal it. Oh, wow. Pressurised, and you're not that into the drink. It, it yeah, it was really? nice. It apparently changed taste. Mm. Everything you ate. So if you ate a bit of salmon, it went a bit more blueberry. Oh, I don't know how it worked. Weird. But that got us onto a conversation about Japanese food. Japanese, and not just Japanese food, because we most of us have tried sushi yeah. and all that sort of stuff. But it was Japanese sweets. So we've got a load which, of weird yeah, Japanese which sweets. Which is almost a contradiction in terms because not apparently they're not very sweet. No, that's what yeah. That's what we discovered. Yeah, that's the thing. Well, that's They're what not... we'd heard. That's we're what about we heard. to discover. We're going to find out now because um, we, we we sort of, after we talked about it, somebody sent us a load of Japanese sweets. What have you got there? Um, I, well, the problem is it's all in Japanese. Okay. <laughs> it's all Japanese. Do you not read Japanese? Uh, I've got some Sokan seasoned seaweed stem. That sounds quite nice. Oh, my stomach is rumbling because yeah, I'm so for hungry. The thought of it. Yeah. Um, which is boiled salted wakami seaweed with sugar, salt, and then stuff that I don't know, even though okay. it is in English. Yeah. It says amino acids at some point. Is that a good... Is that good that, or bad? Good I can't remember if they're good or bad. But they're like, they look like chewy sort of... Um, I don't know. Like a chewy sort of... Like a chewing gum, but with all its sort of flavouring and... Uh, more colour. Colours taken out of it. Yeah. <laughs> Here we go. Let okay, me... it's going in. So that's... Um, that's just salt. Is it just salt? That's well, salt. weed, you'd imagine. Yeah, I mean, someone's found that in the sea. And just gone, we'll sell this, put it in a bag, put some writing on it. Let's blag the British. Yeah. The British will have that. Right, so that one's disgusting. Oh, I've got, um, I'll have one of them in a minute. I've got yeah. some, they're Kit Kats, but uh, they're some sort of roasted tea flavour. Roasted? Mm, not yeah. sure about that. Well, here we go. Okay. There's, there's yours. It's so two, it's like a, yeah, it's Kit Kat. Two fingers. It's, all right. <laughs> it's your idea. Oh, hang on. It's the wrong colour when you open it. What colour is it? It's not white. It's sort of beige. Oh, God, I can't even get into mine. Oh, there we go. Oh, it smells nice. I've got one. I've got one. You got one. Oh, the, yeah, that's not... That's not. That's, what is that? Is that beige? I'm colourblind, isn't I? What is yeah, that? Yeah, they're like a... It's like a... It looks like white chocolate, but I don't think it, it is. It smells like white chocolate. 
No. And it's tea flavour. It's all right. It's all right. Couldn't eat four fingers of it, though. No, that's it's quite sweet, isn't it? That's gone Not the opposite. Unpleasant. No, it's all right. I got these ones. These are... Um, it just says it's 12 pieces. Bourbon wasabi cheese-flavoured mini rice crackers. Right, they go together, all those <laughs> flavours. Just think of all those flavours. Bourbon, I, I mean, I can only presume that... Chocolate. Yeah, or the whiskey, maybe it's whiskey. Oh, yeah, yeah. I, I always get those two mixed up. <laughs> it's like surgery and sugary. When I have to write them down, I always write sugary. <laughs> Bourbon wasabi cheese. I've never had wasabi cheese. No? I'll give you a go, though. All right, I'll throw you one. There you go. Grab one of them. I'm going to have a little go of this. I'm going to try not to chew into the well. microphone. Okay, let's go. Mmm. Whoa. Wow, the wasabi's there. Pen the wasabi. Christ. <laughs> That's a bit like, you know those, um, a bit like uh, pretzels, wasn't it? Mmm. The outer coating. Oh my goodness, it made my eyes water. That's like a, that's like one of the challenges when I'm a celebrity. I'm immune to the wasabi. I just keep taking it. Go for it. Bush took a trial, that, yeah. for me. Nice. Crikey. Hey, right. do you know what? Well, fair play to the Japanese. They've tried something different I there. I think... The, the review of all of them is, I couldn't eat more than one. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Back on the Japanese food trail. Yeah. Crunchy shiitake, that's what I said. Mm-hmm. Mushroom chips. Says well, that here, sounds all right. Says here the number one mushroom snack. I mean, <laughs> name number two. <laughs> A mushroom. <laughs> right. I'm glad you said shiitake. It's getting into them. Okay. That could have gone wrong on the radio. Ooh, Let's okay. have a look. So this look. is a mushroom snack. Crunchy shiitake mushroom chips. Solid. It's like a little... Oh, my God. <laughs> Vegan right, and vegetarian friendly, they say. Well, I should hope so. Not teeth friendly, though, are they? My God. Yeah, I'm not, not sure about them. Again, couldn't eat more than one. Mushrooms didn't really need anything doing to them, did they? They're the right. shiitake mushroom was first discovered in China more than 3,500 years ago. Not even Japanese. We handpick... <laughs> yeah, not even Japanese, <laughs> livid. We handpick only the best shiitake mushrooms and cook them at a low temperature. We then add a pinch of salt to taste. Love a bit of salt, don't they? Don't they? Don't they just? Crikey. Oh, OK. All right. Again, I couldn't eat a full... Not so a full basically, the, the sushi there, your sashimi and all that, mm. that's um, the best has come across, hasn't it? But it, yeah, yeah, we've got the best. Yeah. If it is from there, that's the other mad thing. I always think, because I've been to China a few times doing gigs and stuff, somebody, there's a Chinaman or a Chinese woman right now in the UK trying Chinese food for the first time. Like yeah. our Chinese Actually food. Going, What's this? What is this? Like they've yeah. gone in, they've got. That's you know, not a thing. That's not a thing. Yeah, same with the Indian food, isn't it? We've got a lot of things that we've sort of... They've sort of been bastardised, haven't they, by yeah. what we do over here. We've sort of mixed and... We've made them us. We've, we've basically taken... Like what the British do and what we've been doing for thousands of years, we you, take the best from over the, all over the world. you go to Belgium and ask mm. for some French fries. Oh, they go mental. Did they? They invented them. Oh. The, the frits, you know, right. the little ones. Oh, they're livid about so it. So do they call it the Belgian fries? Oh, fritz. fritz. Don't call it anything else. So what happened there? The Americans... They got involved. Not next door, aren't they? They're French. You think the French did it? came in and went, these are nice. (laughs) (laughs) We should go to French fries. That's what happened. It's exactly what happened. Yeah, that does sound exactly like what happened. Yeah. (laughs) 
<laughs> I'm sure that's what happened. Pretty sure. That sounds... Who's going to believe some stupid Belgian? That's what they would said <laughs> when they said they invented it. But we invented them. Yeah, but they're called French fries. <laughs> don't know where they're from. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm not sure. They're just generic um, Northern Europe. So, somewhere. Yeah, somewhere. yeah. That's yeah. fine. You, you, that's what they're one of the countries we're still allowed to yeah. take Mickey out of. Belgium's a weird accent, isn't it? I don't know if I could kind pinpoint all it. Over the, they have weird phrases. Mm. I've got a mate who's Belgian, and when he gets scared or cold, he went, oh, I've got chicken bumps. Chicken bumps? Chicken bumps. Chicken bubbles, sorry. Chicken, chicken bubbles. bubbles, he calls them. That sounds like a Japanese snack. And I said to him, it's goosebumps. And he went, what? Oh, oh right. And he went, have you ever plucked a goose? I hadn't. No, I haven't. He clearly had. He was in the army and everything. Right. I so went, what they no. do in the army? Well, Aren't they fighting people? No, no, they're just ripping poultry apart. That's what they do in the Belgian army. Wow. Apparently, the skin's completely smooth, whereas oh. chicken isn't, is it? It's oh, yeah, I've seen it, yeah. So that's, why would you say goosebumps? He's saying there is no bumps on a goose. I never even... I don't know where bubbles came from. I didn't question that much. Yeah. He's learnt a new language. I haven't even... No, bubbles. that's true. So that's I'll true. let that go. I don't think I could. But I am going to call them chicken bubbles. I do call chicken them chicken bubbles. bubbles. Ooh, chicken bubbles. Ooh, chicken bubbles all over them. All over chicken bubbles. <laughs> I might start doing that. Yeah. Manford. One of the weirdest news stories over the last couple of weeks was Justin Bieber challenging Tom Cruise to a fight. I missed this. Did you miss this? Why? What happened? He just randomly put online, I could have Tom Cruise in a fight. Why? What's Nobody, Because he he's a nutter, Steve. Because he's bonkers. <laughs> I don't know what Tom Cruise has done. I don't know what the history is be- between them both. But 25-year-old Justin Bieber challenged 56-year-old Tom Cruise to a fight. I always get Bieber and Timberlake mixed up. Mixed up. Oh, right. It's even more weird. Oh, like, no, not Timberlake. Like such a nice guy. No, no, I'm talking... Bieber, yeah, yeah, Bieber. yeah. Okay. So, I, on Facebook, thought... I'd sort of seen it knocking about. I thought, that's quite a good, a good game, right? Which is... It's, our t- it's your turn to mm. pick a celebrity who is 31 years older than you. Is, he, is that what it is? And have him in a fight. Okay. Right? So, go on, go on your phone now. I want you to go on your phone. I want you to... And uh, just put in celebrities born in well, what year? What year were you I'm born? Born in 1972. So 1972 minus 31 is what 1941. I'm typing. Right. So is put, it 1941. Yeah, I just I was just maths at the whole head. Never done that. Right. Well, don't Slips. fight her. That'd be no. that'd be awful. No. But put celebrities born um, in 1941. Right. And I want two off you. Right. Have a little look through them. Okay. Right. I want two off you. I'll tell you mine. Okay? okay. And then we'll come back to yours after after the song. Okay. Um... I want two. I've got oh, to fight them. Right. I want <laughs> I want a celebrity yeah. who you could definitely beat. Okay. But I also want one who will kick your ass. Have they got to be alive still? No. I mean... Uh, nah. Kim Jong-il was born. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I mean, I guess if they're more realistic if they, okay. were, if they were still alive. All right, okay. I'll tell you mine, right, while you have a think about yours, okay? All right, okay. Mine, I'm going to go with the one I could definitely beat. Mm-hmm. Branson, Richard, Richard Branson. Branson. Yeah, you can take him out. I can well, knock him out. Is it just because you've been on the trains a lot and they've been delayed and stuff? A little bit. It's, it's, all, a... Built, it's all built up. There's a, and also, we sat, the sandwiches on there are horrible. Awful. Awful. Staff are great. Sandwiches terrible. Uh, the one who would kick me, um, Stevie Wonder. Yeah, I think he's got out. a. I think he's got a side to him as well. 
<laughs> I think he could turn. I really do. Okay. Uh, and I asked it on Facebook, so uh, I've got a few. But you know, you, you might be you might be thinking about that now. You might be at home thinking, "Hang on, I wonder, wonder who was born thirty-one years before me that I could have in a fight." Uh, so let me know on social media, on Twitter and uh, and Facebook and whatever Instagram if you, if you want. Uh, let us know who you could definitely be and who would give you a right kicking. Thirty-one year old celebrity, uh, a thirty-one years older than you celebrity. Okay, so we're talking about just theoretically having a fight with a celebrity. I'm not saying go out and do it. I know we're in a world now where you're not even allowed to joke about these things. It's just, we're just messing about. After Justin Bieber, 25 years old, challenged 56-year-old Tom Cruise to a fight, okay? Uh, can you name celebrity, 31 years older than you, who you reckon you could have in a fight or, uh, or alternatively would kick you in the backside? Uh, Kaylee Daly. Steve says... Hayley Daly? Yeah. She said um, she she could pick uh, the person she could have in a fight, Rowan Atkinson. Right, yeah. But then Johnny English, he looks quite like he can handle himself, yeah, doesn't yeah, he? Yeah, yeah. Uh, the person who would who would beat her up, Bruce Willis. Okay. Yeah, They're tough. the same age. I know, it's mad, that it? <laughs> it's mad, yeah. It's mad. I, and now I want to see Die Hard with Mr Bean in it. Yeah. What okay. a film that would be. That would be great. Go on. What have you? What have you got? I've got. Uh, t- there's quite a lot of them here. I don't know who to take. So I've got to pick one. Give I, us some. T- give us some options. Okay. Then. Well, I think Paul Anker's getting it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, Would I, you do it your way? Uh, <laughs> so yeah, Paul Anker, and then I, 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 I've got Simon and Garfunkel. I can take are them they, both. Are on. they both the same age? Uh, year old. Year. year right. Part, okay. But we've been this at school year. Same school on. year. Yeah. Same school year. <laughs> Might have been a year above him. That maybe that's where all the trouble started. Delia Smith. <laughs> She would kick your backside, mate. She'd be like, let's be having you! If she'd had a drink, if she'd had a drink. <laughs> let's be having you, Edgy! I'm not taking, no, I'm not taking, I'm not, I don't, don't not kick do you, that. no way, mate. Uh, the one I wouldn't fight You is... just threw a bun at me! You just threw a bun at me! <laughs> <laughs> I think, uh, Charlie Watts at Stones, I think um, he's, uh, Pete Best is 77, you know, the original... Beatles. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. He'd be furious with everything. <laughs> so, so, so I wouldn't want to... So I wouldn't want to... Oh, mate, I just, I just parked in your spot. I'd just lose it. <laughs> I was in the Beatles and I kicked out of Beatles and Ringo. Put more scouts. Yeah. Uh, so I wouldn't, he's the one I wouldn't take on. No, definitely not. So I'm, I'm going to fight Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. And Bob Dylan. Same yeah. year. I'll have all three of them. Have them all three. <laughs> but not Pete Best. No. Fair play. Steve has had a. You've had a fight with uh, Simon, Simon and Garfunkel. Yeah. Uh, but got battered by Delia Smith. Oh, battered. <laughs> Absolutely battered. Yeah. Um, on, I was just looking on Facebook at some of the ones. Nicholas says, I reckon I could beat Gail from Coronation Street, but I reckon Princess Anne would kick me backside. Yeah. She yeah. would, wouldn't she? Yeah, definitely. It's quite tough, isn't it? Some of these. Also, you realise how old people are as well. Yeah. Oh, they're the same age. That's what you're Yes. Going. Uh, Janet uh, says, I picked one of the first two females that came up, Betty White, right. the, you know, the Golden Girls, and yeah, yeah. Uh, one of the American comics. She she, reckon she could beat me in a fight. But Angela Lansbury. Oh, I wouldn't take either of those. No, no way. Vicious. Yeah. I reckon, I reckon Jessica Fletcher could turn. turn. Yeah. Well, she's always around murders, isn't she? A bit she'd too think, frequently she'd for think me. Nothing of it, would she? Another yeah. murder. Please won't suspect me. <laughs> no, of course. Oh, it's happened again, officer. It's awful. I'll help you try and work it out. <laughs> what were you doing at the time? Don't worry about me. I'm writing a book or something. 
<laughs> I was throwing bits of paper yeah, all over the place. Just writing. Catherine uh, Stevens says, I reckon I could beat Diana Ross while she was busy spinning around, but Danny DeVito would kick my backside. Yeah. Again, same age. That's weird, isn't it? Danny DeVito and Diana Ross. Jenny Cooper, Paul McCartney, easy. Mm. She could have him in a fight. Yeah. Number two, Harrison Ford. <sighs> Same age. Same age, I know. That's not even the game, but it's like it's surprising, <laughs> isn't it? I can't mean... Indiana Jones is the same age well, as Paul McCartney. Is, isn't yeah. Really? yeah. I suppose so. Anthony Pedley. Screwed, he says. I'm absolutely screwed. They'd all beat me up. Steven Seagal, Liam Neeson and Mr T. It's a bad year. <laughs> it's a bad year, mate. Wow. It's a bad year, but that's not the game. You have to pick a fight with one of well, them. Well, he's, he's gone with uh, Bob Geldof and Harvey Weinstein. Oh, OK, him. fair enough. So yeah, yeah, I think yeah. he'll be all right. He'll be all right, yeah. <laughs> and the world will be behind you. <laughs> I remember when someone collapsed at my gig at uh, Newcastle and, uh, and you'll have to bleep this <laughs> but this woman collapsed I said is anybody in the house like can fix this you know fix this this guy come running over and he's like straight I'm paramedic paramedic he got there and then from the other side of the theatre this other guy come running over little glasses and his hair you know bobbing on top of his head and he come over and he, went, he went hello I can help I can help and the paramedic went what are you and he went I'm a GP he went Mate. <laughs> <laughs> well, I've got the mods and rockers, innit? <laughs> it really was. I'm a paramedic, lad. Wow. <laughs> He's never spoken to like that in his life. No, he really hasn't, but you really don't want a GP. No, no. What's a GP going to do? Give me no. some galpol? Don't get me satchel. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No. Why don't you just go away and have a, you know, see if it goes away and in three days yeah, give you yeah. some antibiotics. Yeah. Um, so early on in the topic, it's very rare that you find what is essentially the winner. Oh, okay. But I'm going to okay. give it anyway. Frank Durham. Okay. Trip to Blackpool Illuminations from Liverpool. Sounds like a fun day. Yeah. Who doesn't like the Blackpool Illuminations? Mum, dad, three and six year old, and grandma, all in the car, ready oh, for a lovely day. Lovely. Gorgeous. Oh, what a Gorgeous. lovely day. Car breaks down on the motorway. Oh, okay. Ooh. Rescue vehicle drops us off in Preston for us to catch the bus back to Liverpool. Mm. Harsh. Right. I feel like you're not paying the full amount for your. Roadside recovery there. No, I mean, that's... If they're dropping you off at a bus station. Yeah, yeah, there you go. Yeah, bus from probably. Must, why don't you go for the gold option? Yeah, they drop you off at a train station. <laughs> <laughs> Waiting at the bus stop, six-year-old vomits into his wellies. <laughs> okay. Right, we're it's off. ramped up. <laughs> this keeps ramping up. That's that's one of the best things that happens In to them. The wellies. Into wellies. <laughs> Why not the floor? It's not the floor. It's a bus station in Preston. Oh, it's a nice one, though, isn't it? Oh, yeah, Preston bus station's a nice one. Even so. Still, yeah, yeah. By now, it's eight o'clock in the evening. Disembarking from bus and three-year-old asleep falls from my grasp and cracks his head on the metal bar. Oh, my. Grandma goes home to find Grandad ill, calls ambulance. Husband puts kids to bed, and minutes later I hear, Mummy! Daddy is lying on the floor pulling funny faces. Oh, what? <laughs> this is getting oh, this worse. Is horrific. Followed by, now he's making funny noises. He's got a funny colour. Run upstairs to find husband on the floor struggling to breathe. Transpires, six-year-old was on the top bunk being tickled, kicks out and fractured husband's sternum. <sighs> <laughs> husband ends up in the same hospital as Grandad. <laughs> Fast forward two days toward in hospital taking six-year-old to visit. He has some sweets he wants to give to Dad. Turns out said sweets are tiny candy bones in a coffin. Guy in next bed laughs so hard he relapses. Husband discharged himself. <laughs> <laughs> That's the winner. Wow. Wow. Oh, my goodness. That just got worse and worse. 
Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Brendan Reese is my guest. Very funny comedian. Supported me on tour a few times. Yeah, I did. And uh, it does, you know, well, you can see him all over uh, the UK circuit. Um, on a, is there a website, Brendan, that people can uh, yeah, find your details? Yeah, uh, it's HTTP. Yes. Then the forward slash www.brennanreesmyname.com. Easy peasy. There you go. So find uh, the, and, and stuff on YouTube. There'll be stuff out there. Yeah, there's there probably too much, I imagine. As with everybody. Yeah. yeah. I've got uh, I've got some things to tell you what I've been through this last week or so. On Tuesday, I had a vasectomy. Did you? Yeah, I'm just throwing it out there. How well, do they... or, or not, as the case may be. <laughs> Yeah, what do they do with it? Or do they take a bit out, snip it? I don't know what happens. <laughs> do you know what's interesting is? I've got a lot of children, so it's time. It's time. <laughs> and, uh, you know, it's one of those things where you've got to weigh it up. You've got to go, well, you know what? Is this... Uh, it's worth it. It's worth Hanging it. up the gloves. <laughs> yeah, exactly. You know, so I'm just... I'm throwing the towel in, boys. Um, so uh, it came to it, and I, I went for the operation. I went in to meet the uh, consultant. Apparently, I went private, I'll be honest with you. Uh, it's about 600 quid. Compared to a child, that is a bargain. It's the cheapest child I've so, ever heard of. So cheap. Um, but mainly because I was so busy, and I had to get it done on Tuesday at four o'clock. Like, that was the only time I could do it <laughs> and have a couple of days recovery. Uh, obviously, NHS, God bless them, but you've got to do it when they say. Yeah. Um, although, weirdly, the so my, dad, my dad got it done at the GP. The GP did it. What, just nipped in? Sat with everyone else like, who's got mate, colds and bloody verrucas I don't. I'm not letting the GP do it. <laughs> he Googles it when I've got a sore throat. Not letting no scalpel near me, boys. And also, the GP's usually near your house, isn't it? Yeah. You don't just want like you don't want to no, see him again. No. Because did you like shop around? Did you like no, ring place? Just, just, just say. I wasn't trying to get a bargain. I'll tell you. <laughs> not looking on Groupon no, for no, absolutely for not. two for one deal. He had good banter though, but the the consultant, who did, the doctor who did it. So I went for the meeting. He said, "Jump to talk you through the process." I said, "No, God, no. no. Just do what you need to do, mate." And then afterwards, I'll Google it and see, <laughs> see what you've done. I don't need to know. What do are they, you doing? Do they put you under? Well, this is this is the dedication oh, to God. my craft. So they give you the option. He said, do you want local or general? But obviously general's a bit more expensive. But also, <laughs> in my head, I thought, well, local, I'll be awake. I'll get more material out of it. That is such dedication. <laughs> I might get one just for a new bit. It was... <laughs> they're taking an old bit away. <laughs> That's the problem. Um, you get a scrotal support... What, someone holding it? Or no, like, no, no. Oh, right. I like... When I say I went private, <laughs> it's not that fancy. Just people in the corner going, you can do it. Yeah, go on, mate. Go on. What? Aren't they lovely? <laughs> They're not creased at all. No? Uh, no, scrotal support is like a like a, a jock strap. Essentially, okay. so you got to wear one of those uh, for a few days. Uh, great name for a band, though, I thought. Scrotal Support. How old, ladies and gentlemen, <laughs> Scrotal Support. Sounds like a terrible helpline, doesn't it? Hello, Scrotal Support. <laughs> <laughs> so, yeah, I did that. Um, it was a, it was fine. It took about 40 minutes, which was... Apparently, 40 minutes? Well, he said, because they're so big. No, he said, um, <laughs> he, he just essentially just something, there was a, a little in the middle where I sort of suddenly felt exactly what he was doing and went, ah! But he fixed it. It was fine. It was fine and done. Um, what was weird was oh, they ached all day leading up to it. It was well, like they were nervous. Like you know when you when a dog's got to be t- like put down <laughs> yeah. and it's whining and and like you're like he knows, don't he knows? Did they keep looking up at you with those eyes? <laughs> <laughs> Please don't, <laughs> don't do it, don't do it. You go into the big farm and. <laughs> It'll be all right. It'll be fine. Um, it was, yeah, it was very odd. I was expecting, um, for, a, for a joke, I said to my brother, 
oh, maybe they'll give you one of them lampshades that, you know, around your neck like a like a dog gets. Um, he says, you'd be more likely two round your wrists. I was like, yeah, you're probably right. That's... <laughs> so that's what I did. That was my Tuesday. That's, well, it beats mine. I was yeah. going to ask as well, do, like, because you know you're going to go and mm. show them your bits. Yeah. Do you, like... Trim it. Yeah, do you get ready? No, I just left it. Just let them... I you think I'm paying 600 quid here? Eh? Yeah, you You're going to work it. for it. <laughs> <laughs> this is Jason Manford. This is Absolute Radio. Where real music matters. Bren and Reese is my guest this morning. I gave you the news the same time as everybody else there, didn't I? When I told you before, before the actual news, that my surgery in the week. We've just been having a look here, haven't we? <laughs> We've got it out, haven't we? It's healed, it's lovely. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's me done. <laughs> well, I was trying to fr- find out the the, the the etymology of the phrase uh, Jaffa. <clears throat> you know, this just comes. So this is where you essentially now I've had this vasectomy. This I thought it sounds offensive, doesn't it? I thought that must be an offensive. Fra-. Anyway, I looked into it. It's not. It's just all the juice, none of the seed is the original. Wow. I know. Is all, that how they sell it? It's awful, awful, <laughs> horrible, horrible. But now you, it was in my head and now it's in yours. Yeah, everyone, like someone's just spat out the cornflakes. It's <laughs> forever horrible. There was a moment where I was uh, lying there and I was chatting to this to the nurse who was holding my hand all the way through. And, nice. uh, and I can't tell you how much that is important. I bet you don't get that if you, if you don't go private. <laughs> I bet you're in the in the corridor and the they just do it. Doctor. Someone walks past, like <laughs> yeah. Peaky Blinders. You see, there's like a bruise on my hand here. <gasps> That's where the doctor uh, put the needle in. And as he was doing it, trying to find the vein, I said, what are you doing? He said, I just put the needle in. I said, that's not that's not a doctor's job. Get a nurse <laughs> to do that because nurses are better at it. Yeah. And my mum's a nurse. Never let a doctor put a needle in. Oh. You always get the nurse to do it. Well, I remember once, a while ago... Terrible I, at it. I trapped my finger in a door and it wouldn't stop stop bleeding, so I went to the hospital waiting in the triage, like mm. in the thing for the triage, dead busy. Then this guy comes out, one of the little things, and goes, you, you're next. All right, go in. And he goes, your, fi- your brain doesn't know your fingers stopped bleeding, so he kept, he got a, a, a syringe needle. Yeah. Kept jabbing it, that. Oh, no. no, we've not got it. Kept jabbing it again and again. Give me oh. a bit of wet paper towel, sent me off. Four days later, it was the size of a balloon, yeah. bright yellow, Went back in the hospital and said, came in for this. And he said, no, you came in and you weren't seen by a triage. It's just a man having a go. Just a guy. He just found an office. And <laughs> a white jacket. Yeah, yeah. Crikey, well, it could have been worse. It could have been, could have been in for a vasectomy. Exactly. <laughs> right, I've got my mallet. Uh... <laughs> just a chiseling mallet. Put it on the table. Be all right, right, okay. <laughs> let, me, oh, let me just wait for my shakes to go. Have you got someone to hold my hand? It was... Yeah, uh... Dave. <laughs> It was my 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 favourite bit was the, the the doctor's banter where I said I thought I was I was being funny. Uh, I was lying there and he said because um, he'd not told me what the procedure like how they did obviously I knew what the procedure was <laughs> but he didn't tell me how he did it because I did not want to know. I don't yeah. want to know about tubes and all sort of like. And then he said, I said, what have you done then? Like this is at the end. And he said, oh, uh, so I've sort of made an incision here, you know, and he, and he was sort of just trying to describe where it was. So I sort of thought, as a joke I went. Show us on yours <laughs> for a laugh. And he said, I'm afraid you've not paid for the platinum package. <laughs> Jason Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. We're talking uh, phobias this morning. Phobias. Just unexplained, unique. Uh, Brennan here, as uh, he's 
Baked beans. Baked beans is mine, yep. Leguminophobia, we've, we've discovered. Sounds like women, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. Leguminophobia. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, who else is around? Matt Oakley uh, says, I'm genuinely phobic of interlocking forks. Oh, I know what you mean. Like, it, like it just sent a chill through. Together, yeah. yeah. But why are you having a meal with two forks? Well, he says a badly stacked dishwasher cutlery basket is my kryptonite. <laughs> That's so specific. <laughs> <laughs> I don't do that. I, I just do the loaded. Yeah. And uh, I can't someone take else it out. do the unloaded. Uh, Laura Parks, balloons. 14 sessions of CBT, and I currently have 250 in my bedroom as part of exposure therapy. Are they blown up or are they just. Because that's so. a w- weird, isn't it, to have 250. That's what she's got. Balloons. Like it's a birthday. Yeah. But she's terrified. Ah! <laughs> wow. Elizabeth says, uh, I've got tripophobia, tripophobia, which is uh, an aversion to the sight of irregular patterns or clusters of small holes or bumps. So I, I think one of my friends has got this, right. and it's uh, a fear, like, do you know, in strawberries, how there's all those little dots. Mm. And we were at Alton Towers, do you know, when you wait for the Metrolink thing to come and pick you up? Yeah. And she was literally telling me about, about this, and a, this Metrolink tur- like pulled the up behind her, thing, yeah, yeah. covered in, oh, like, a strawberry. <gasps> yeah. Not real strawberry, no, like a big yeah. picture. And I was like, don't, don't turn around. <laughs> this will be the scariest thing you've do gone today. <laughs> <laughs> this is scarier than Oblivion, mate. Yeah. Jane Pugh on the on the Absolute Radio's uh, Facebook page uh, says, uh, seeds or natural symmetry? <laughs> natural symmetry? So like millipedes, honeycomb, anything that's like perfectly symmetrical. A handsome inna- man. But, <laughs> yeah, in nature. <laughs> so, but I just like think, what are you scared of? I, I know, what happened? Things being nice. I, I'm, <laughs> and what happened in your life? She says, I'm worst with uh, seeds in a row, like in the middle of a honeydew melon or the middle of a sunflower. If I can see them, I feel like I'm going to puke. Uh, it got really poetic, and at the end, she ruined it with the word puke. Yeah. She's like, seeds in She's... a watermelon <laughs> glistening down the river, and I'm going to puke. She can't watch the flora advert at the moment. That's I don't know what's on there. I guess something with a sunflower. <laughs> she says, I love melon, so my hubby has to de-seed it for me, or I have to cut a slither of melon out quickly and then Stir up the seeds inside, so the so it's random before I can cut a proper slice. Do you know what? I've got a solution for you here, Jane. Yeah. Um, either one, don't have melon. It's not for you. Two, just go where it's pre-cut. Do you know when you can yeah. buy it in a little pack? Yeah, exactly. There you go. Instead of getting your husband to to get all the seeds out. Weird. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Hen has messaged me uh, saying, I've got two phobias, Jason. Satellite dishes, for example, Jodrell Bank. I like the way he's put it as if I don't I don't know what satellite dishes yeah, yeah. Um, And standing stones. What's a standing stone? I don't know. I mean, like... Um, what, just a stone stood up on its own? I guess so, yeah. Standing stones, or some, like stepping stones? It doesn't really... Does it not... Does not go into any detail. Just so he, he described what a satellite is, which yes. we all know. But then he's gone for standing stones and expected us Maybe to be like, oh, like yeah. um, uh, what's it down south near Salisbury? What's it called? You know, where they're all stood around. Stonehenge. Stonehenge. Stood around, <laughs> waiting. Stood around, waiting for Ben to turn up to freak him out. Uh, genuinely forgot the word Stonehenge. Then <laughs> genuinely went out of my head. <laughs> um, wind turbines, says Joey Worcestershire. I love them. It's one of my favourite things to look I at. I love a wind turbine. The massive ones, especially when there's loads of them, like in Cornwall. She's put Cornwall. <laughs> like, da- she put, like, like in Cornwall down south. I know. <laughs> Guy 
guys, you don't have to treat me like, all right, I just forgot the word Stonehenge. But other than that, I'm pretty clever. <laughs> my husband thinks it's funny to drive by them and go slow when we're on holiday. It actually makes me shudder. It's always the husbands, isn't it? Trying to, like, turning belly buttons into yeah. doorbells and dri driving by. I know. I love that, though. <laughs> it's got to be done, I think. I know. Uh, what about this? Uh, terrified of mascotted, uh, mascot costumes. This is Charlotte. Masclophobia, apparently it's called. Ooh. Anybody using a big mascot? She won't like, there's a new show coming out, like X Factor, where celebrities dress, they sing. Yes, the mask She's going to hate that. She, that is not the show for her. You have it in America, I've seen it, it's ridiculous. It is crazy. But I'd love it. It's a, I think it's a South Korean format. Of course it was originally it is. South mad. Korean. Yeah, it looks crazy. And they have like Gladys Knight and yeah. Donny Osmond and Seal on the American ones. And then putting them in a thing where they look like a Muppet. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that's a weird one. Although I must say, the weirdest thing I always think is, you know, the football mascots. Yeah. So Ma at Manchester City, we have Moonchester, and he's and he's bird. Uh, Mrs. Mrs. Moonchester, Moonbeam, 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 and big smiley faces. Right. Somebody needs to have a word with the mascot and say, look, when somebody in the footballing community has died, and they're doing a minute <laughs> silence, and all the players have got their heads down, you are not part of that, Moonchester. At the end of the row, there's always... And they've got the head down. That's the other thing. Head down. Massive smile. Look like a naughty kid being told yeah, off, like, like they, right, you. And it's like going... They look like they killed that 90-year-old footballer. <laughs> they should have a head for that, for the minute silence. Yeah, like Wurzel Gummidge. Where's your, where's your minute silence head? <laughs> oh, like, I forgot know. it. Oh, no. <laughs> Some random phobia is coming in. Zoe says she, she has a phobia of boy George. Mm. Ever, since fair, fair since, ever since I was little. <laughs> what? What's a random... Weird. Karen Jane says, my my son has a phobia of towels. He can't touch them and hates the texture. Towels. I bet he stinks. Well, he must I'm... be just dripping wet. <laughs> yeah. Just walking around the house. No, I'm a teenager. Oh, I don't like towels. I'm not, I'm not having a wash for them. <laughs> Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. I've got a voicemail on my phone, which is Bruce Forsyth telling me off. And uh, I was going to mention this one week on the show, but we may as well do it this week. So I did a show with Brucey about uh, three years ago, and um, it, was, uh, it, was, it was for Brucey's Hall of Fame for uh, BBC One. And I sang a song. I did a, a, a tribute to Les Dawson, where he sings um, a song and, and gets it wrong, and it's all very funny. So I sang the same song, and uh, but they kept ringing me. They kept ringing me, and I was busy filming something. And they kept ringing me, saying, "Can you tell us what key you want to sing?" This was the producer. Do you want to yeah. sing uh, the, sing the song in? Because Bruce is learning it on the piano, so he needs to know the the, the key. And I I just didn't get round to doing it because I had to find a musician to go, what key am I and all that sort of stuff, and not got round to it. So four or five missed calls I got uh, from Bruce, uh, from Bruce's uh, producer, and then I got a, a missed call. <laughs> and when I got the voicemail, it was Forsyth, right? And I remember it word for word because it was so perfectly he went so this is how he started he goes um he goes manfred uh, not manfred i mean manfred uh, i've got a friend called manfred he's a german right which is my favorite bit of the <laughs> he just got that wrong straight off the bat manfred he's and then my the, my favorite quote now 
which I use all the time, uh, he goes, um, now, listen, Jason, I, I don't want to start on a row. <laughs> Uh-oh. I don't want to start on a row, but you need to get the key to the producers. And so he, he left this message, and he was very nice, and then he sort of said, oh, I'm looking forward to working with you and all that. And then right at the end, he goes, uh, he goes so uh, anyway, anyway, my love, I'll, I'll see you soon, I'll see you soon, but it is an emergency. <laughs> he was very serious about it. <laughs> Manford. Absolute radio. Where real music matters. The other thing I was asking this morning was uh, whether you'd ever uh, been told off by a celebrity. So I, I had this um, phone call from Bruce Forsyth once where he told me off. Yeah. I don't want to start on a row. Yeah. And, uh, and then uh, Phil very kindly uh, <laughs> mentioned uh, one of my many other um, celebrity faux pas. Because I'm not good around them. I'm not good around a celeb. Yeah. When I meet them, I, I still feel like not worthy. I feel a bit like I shouldn't be here, you know. So I um, I get a bit nervous and I often uh, find myself in situations that, you know, that I shouldn't. And what happened was I was doing Royal Variety and, uh, a few years back and um, I was I was on with, uh, I think Peter Kay was host and there's quite a lot of big stars on the Royal Variety, as you, as you'll, as you remember, every Christmas. And... Um, uh, Paddy McGuinness, not that he's one of the big stars, but Paddy McGuinness was also on the bill, and we sort of had like a friendly rivalry all day where we were getting photos of um, celebrities. So like Michael Bublé, um, Miley Cyrus was on, you know, all these different people were on. So we were getting all these photos. And then just before we did uh, a rehearsal, I, I came in and I saw the comics, uh, Penn and Teller. We shared a dressing room with Penn and Teller. Um, and uh, I saw them... A couple of the Hal Cruttenden, I think, and uh, Paddy McGuinness, and a couple Omid Jalili, I think. All these different comics are there. And as I walked over, I saw Paddy, and um, he said, "Hey, look, look, look who's over there!" And I had a little look. And he, was, <laughs> he said, "It's Bette Midler." And I said, "Oh yeah." And uh, he says, "Why don't you go and get a photo with her?" And I said, "Oh, do you know what? I, do you know what I might do?" He says, "I've already got one." I said, well, "I'm going to, I'm going to go and get one as well then, Paddy." He said, "Go on, take your camera. No light, no light, you know, like he said." And uh, I went over and I, um, I said, "Excuse me, Miss Midler," because I'm nice like that because I'm a respectful boy. I said, uh, "I said my, my parents are a huge fan. My mum's massive fan. Seen you know Beaches, First Wives Club, got your albums. You know, just love you to bits." I wondered if I, I could have a photo. She went bonkers. Like I'm talking, she's about five foot two, right? So I'm six foot. She's five foot two. She can't even like. Her fingers pointing right into my face. It's like she's angry at a plane. Yes, exactly. She's pointing upwards. Yeah. And she's effing and jeffing. She is. <laughs> <laughs> and she's really angry. She's like, how dare you? I'm paraphrasing, obviously. I've taken all the swearing out. She says, how dare you come over and and, and uh, do this? How dare you say this to me um, when we're here? At the, you know, we're about to go on stage. and I mean, It was a rehearsal. It wasn't the show. Um, how, who, the, who the hell do you think you are? Like, she's really angry. And I'm not... I'm going to be honest here, right? I had, like I did actually get tears in my eyes because I was so embarrassed. I was like, oh, my God. I was mortified. But also, at the same time, because of... She, you know, she used to be a comic and I'm a... Co- like, I just started laughing, you know, really nervously. I was like, ha, ha, ha. This must be some sort of joke, but no, she carried on, and she carried on. In the end, security came over, like got and took me out, and I had to get my pass out. I was like, I'm supposed to be here, like I'm on, I'm on the bill, and um, took me away from from Miss Midler. I went back to the comics, 
who had all witnessed this and were all <laughs> doing that thing where they were dying to laugh, but it was awful. And I said, I looked at Paddy, I was like, how did you get a photo? He went, he says, I never, I never did. He said, but I just saw somebody else ask for one and get a rollick in as well. <laughs> <laughs> Set me right up. Have you, have you, um, are you, are you going to get him back one day for that? I will try. I will, I will attempt to get him back one day. But she, I mean, the thing is, everything I've seen about Bette Midler is she's lovely and adorable. I've never heard a bad story about her, which makes me feel, I think, maybe I just caught her at a wrong moment. Jason Manford on Absolute Radio. Where real music matters.